Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This morning, the East Coast weather emergency turns deadly. A Queensland driver swept off the road in raging floodwater. Victoria lashed with heavy rain and hail. The race to contain Omicron. A new confirmed case has Sydney on edge. The Christmas spending splurge tipped to revive our economy after lockdown. And why Victoria could be the first place in the world to eliminate a common cancer. This is 7 News. Jody Spears. Good morning. The East Coast flooding emergency has claimed a man's life, the Queensland driver dying when his car was swept off the road into floodwaters. Three states are now on alert, with wild storms also lashing Melbourne. West of Toowoomba in Yalanga, the body of a 73-year-old man was pulled from inside a submerged car, swept off the road. There were hundreds of calls for help across Queensland. Called to incidents overnight requiring uh, people to be rescued from floodwaters, uh, people driving into floodwaters. Forced to evacuate their homes in the dead of night, hundreds of residents from the rural town of Inglewood had to wait for the floodwaters to recede to plan their next move. It was quite terrifying. People, lots of elderly, like we had to grab an elderly man from our street. He didn't have a car. A dramatic rescue in Dalby, a hero police officer keeping hold of a girl for more than an hour as fast-flowing water threatened to wash them away. Bow Desert overcome by the deluge, this car swallowed by a torrent of murky water. Yeah, a bit silly. Yeah. In Warwick last night, history was made. This community has suffered through a years-long drought, but at last Leslie Dam is full and spilling. Flash flooding in Melbourne as well. Commuters battled rising waters on the Westgate Freeway. Unusual summer hail covering suburbs in a blanket of white. Meantime, New South Wales set a new weather record. The wettest November in more than a century. The flood situation is quite volatile. We are in a severe weather season, so we are going to see more thunderstorm activity and more rainfall. New South Wales has recorded another case of the Omicron variant, bringing the state's total to six. The man in his 40s arrived in Sydney last Thursday, returning after six months in Nigeria. He is fully vaccinated and has only visited one site. The Premier insists the number of Omicron cases is not yet a cause for concern. We're getting asked questions here about six cases. Six cases. It's not about the case numbers. It's about the hospitalisations and the ICU presentations. 
Nigeria is not on the list of nine banned southern African countries. There are questions over whether the man may have caught COVID on the plane. South Australia's parliament will be adjourned this morning after the state's former Premier Jay Weatherall tested positive to COVID. He reportedly picked up the infection at a school reunion in Adelaide. Mr Weatherall also met with the state's opposition leader Peter Malinowskis, who is now isolating until he receives a negative test. All MPs and their staff have been advised to avoid in-person meetings. After a marathon debate, Victoria's controversial pandemic bill is on the brink of becoming law. Exhausted MPs spent 25 hours in the chamber, which has critics questioning whether politicians can make effective decisions while sleep deprived. It's midnight, it's time for us to go home. Those, um, who... those, those of that opinion say I. I couldn't remember it, sorry, it's been a long night. Dozens of amendments were agreed upon and the bill is expected to return to the upper house today before the lower house gives it the final tick of approval. Christmas shopping sprees and domestic travel are set to revitalise the Australian economy. Experts saying it could be back to pre-pandemic levels by next year. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. The budget isn't in the clear just yet. Not just yet, Jody. Good morning. With the damage done by recent lockdowns not as bad as first feared, the economy going backwards in the September quarter down 1.9%. That is the third largest contraction on record, with growth hit hard by prolonged lockdowns in New South Wales, Victoria and the ACT. And although Australia just narrowly avoided a double-dip recession, economists had been predicting a fall of up to 2.7%. There was an upside, though. Australians putting away record household savings during those lockdowns, but that is all about to change. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg saying the economy has already seen a lift in consumer spending since lockdown ended, but he is confident that that is only set to grow further uh, in a pre-Christmas spending splurge. Jody. Thanks, Taylor. Health Minister Greg Hunt is expected to walk away from politics after 20 years in federal parliament. Mr Hunt had previously said he would contest the next election, but is reportedly set to announce his retirement today on the last sitting day of the year. Christian Porter also revealed he will resign at the next election. It will mark the end of nearly a decade in office for the former Attorney General who faced controversy over historical sexual assault allegations. Victoria is on track to become the first place in the world to eradicate cervical cancer. The state is expected to be free of the disease within the next six to eight years. Around 300,000 women die from cervical cancer each year and it's the fourth most common cancer in the world. But HPV vaccination, screening programs and early interventions have scientists hopeful we can stamp it out. Victoria was the first Australian state to roll out the vaccinations. Cyber hackers and human rights abusers will be banned from visiting Australia under landmark legislation expected to pass through the lower house today. The proposed laws passed in the Senate with unanimous support last night and would seek to sanction people and companies responsible for egregious conduct. Possible targets include associates of Russian President Vladimir Putin and Chinese officials involved in detaining minority groups. 
Family members of campers Russell Hill and Carol Clay are still waiting on confirmation that human remains found in Victoria's high country belong to their loved ones. Police made the grim discovery on Tuesday in a shallow area of bushland. Pilot Gregory Lynn remains behind bars, charged with their murders. Thousands of commuters in Sydney's west are facing up to three days of disruption, with bus drivers striking in a dispute over equal pay. Services will be suspended across several suburbs during peak hours, and Monday's strike will run for 24 hours. Drivers in those areas claim they're paid significantly less than the rest of Sydney. There are fears tensions brewing within the maritime union could escalate into full-blown strikes, blocking major freight ports before Christmas. Patrick Container Terminals claims the union is demanding that 70% of new employees be family and friends of union members. The union disputes that claim. The Prime Minister has threatened to intervene to avoid economic damage over the busy holiday shopping period. A cutting-edge bionic eye to restore sight for the vision impaired could soon be ready for human trials, according to Sydney researchers. The breakthrough has already been tested on animals and is delivering promising results. The result of decades of dedicated research. Phoenix 99, a cutting-edge bionic eye, now a step closer to becoming a reality. It has 98 electrodes that are able to um, provide stimulation with the purpose of restoring some form of vision. The device uses a set of glasses with an inbuilt camera, plus a device that is implanted in the back of the eye and behind the ear. The camera captures what is in front of the wearer before the device turns that image into a series of stimulation messages, firing them to any healthy retina neurons which fire those messages to the brain. So we're effectively tricking the brain into believing that the eye is working where it's really not. With researchers from the University of Sydney and the University of New South Wales recently testing the technology in sheep. These devices even when implanted into sheep for, for long periods of time uh, didn't have uh, any major concerns. The trial on sheep really focused on um, testing and improving the surgical technique. The problem with animal trials is sheep can't explain how and if this device improved their vision. So to determine how effectively this bionic eye actually restores sight, researchers now need to test it on human patients. And see what forms of vision it's able to restore. Amber Laidler, 7 News. What would you do with $80 million? The dream could become a reality with tonight's Powerball jackpot. It's the third time this year $80 million has been up for grabs. If just one player wins first division in tonight's draw, they'll become the third biggest lottery winner in Australian history. This man's probably never heard the phrase secure your load. A Bunnings customer has become an internet talking point after trying to drive away with metres long timber planks hanging out of his car in New Zealand. Boom. You can't drive like that brother. According to the country's road rules, the maximum width of a vehicle is just under three metres. Safe to say that this attempt wasn't quite legal. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading 357 points higher. The Nasdaq also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed at, uh, up 114 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also ending higher. Our market didn't follow that trend. The All Lords down 30 points and the ASX 200 down 20. 
On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,785 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 67.6 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 71.29 US cents, 80 and almost 80 and a half Japanese yen, and a dollar for New Zealand. Disturbing social media video has emerged of students huddling in a classroom as an active shooter walked the halls of their Michigan high school. The video appears to show the shooter impersonating a sheriff in order to gain entry to the room. Yeah, bro. He said bro. Red flag. The children scramble through the nearest window and make a dash across the courtyard. Three students were killed in the shooting and eight others were injured. Three people have been injured after a World War II bomb exploded in Munich. German authorities say the 250-kilogram bomb blew up while drilling was underway on a railway construction site next to a busy train station. Unexploded bombs are often found in Germany, but authorities are investigating why this one wasn't discovered earlier. Incredible drone vision has captured streams of sizzling lava which continue to flow from the La Palma volcano, threatening to engulf more sections of the Spanish island. It's estimated more than 12 kilometres have now been covered in lava since the eruption began in September. An alleged victim of Ghislaine Maxwell has returned to the witness stand to face cross-examination as the explosive sex trafficking trial of the former socialite continues in New York. US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney has been in court this morning. Good morning, Ash. She's given evidence about the high-profile men she met while travelling with Jeffrey Epstein. That's right, Jody. Good morning. This is the first alleged victim to give evidence uh, in this trial and she has uh, delivered explosive testimony this morning about the men that she met, uh, Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago on a trip with Jeffrey Epstein uh, and how she flew with Prince Andrew on Jeffrey Epstein's private jet. She is facing an intense cross-examination right now in court. The uh, defence team essentially trying to poke holes in her account of what happened to undermine her credibility and undermine her memory. That will be uh, key to their defence strategy in this trial. Set to take place over six weeks. Some high-profile names, a high-profile trial playing out here in New York. Jodie? Sure is. Okay. Thanks, Ash. Prince Harry has marked World AIDS Day with a powerful video message highlighting inequalities when it comes to accessing COVID vaccines. There are striking parallels between COVID-19 and another deadly pandemic, one that emerged 40 years ago, HIV. Break the monopolies. Share the know-how. Deliver a people's vaccine. The Duke of Sussex honouring his late mother, Princess Diana, and her inspiring work during the HIV epidemic. He's leading calls for an end to vaccine monopoly. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
To sport now and the first Ashes test at the Gabba is under threat due to the heavy rain lashing Queensland. Both the Australian and England teams are yet to begin their warm-up games in Brisbane due to waterlogged ovals. Rain is forecast for 12 of the next 14 days, putting serious doubts on whether a result in the test will be achievable. The first test begins Wednesday next week, live and free on 7. Aaron Finch is still in doubt for the Melbourne Renegades Big Bash season opener as he gives his injured knee more time to rest. The Australian T20 skipper was a spectator at Junction Oval as World Cup winning teammate Glenn Maxwell warmed up for the Stars in their practice match, smashing 60 in his typically entertaining style. Yeah, it's, it's the best vantage point to watch, to be honest. You just you get a single and watch him smack him at the other end. That's, that's pretty much your job, just get him on strike. The Big Bash season gets underway on Saturday night with the Sixers playing the Stars live on Seven. The AFL is strongly considering breaking from one of its strongest held traditions. The league is looking at scrapping the usual Thursday night Richmond-Carlton season opener at the MCG, instead starting the year with a grand final rematch between Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs on a Wednesday night. Richmond and Carlton would still likely face off against each other in round one. The supercars get their first proper taste of Mount Panorama today when they hit the track for their first Bathurst 1000 practice sessions. Fans of all shapes and sizes came out to watch the support categories go around the mountain. The iconic track proving a handful for plenty of drivers, most of all Super 2 driver Declan Fraser. That is a very, very hard hit and um, quite a tricky spot. Wow, look at that. That was a nasty one. Seven's Bathurst coverage begins tomorrow morning. White rhinos have been flown out of South Africa, bound for their new home in Rwanda. Conservationists hope the relocation will help to protect the species from poachers. The journey took 40 hours all up, a total of 30 rhinos relocated so far. He could have had his first beer at the pub, but instead Robert Irwin chose to spend his 18th birthday feeding his favourite crocodile. Australia Zoo hosted a wild party in celebration of the wildlife warrior. My life's dangerous enough without alcohol, actually, (laughs) working with wildlife. We all wish Steve was here, and um, I think uh, Steve would be very proud. Robert says he's ready to take on more responsibility at the zoo while speaking out on issues he's passionate about, like climate change. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs are triggering showers and storms in parts of the Top End, Queensland, New South Wales, the ACT, Victoria and Tasmania, exacerbating flooding. Troughs are also maintaining heat in the northern interior and drawing warm winds to South Australia, Tasmania and Victoria. Around the capitals today, Brisbane, a possible shower heading for a top of 29 degrees. Sydney, partly cloudy, a top of 26. Canberra, a shower or two, a possible storm, 28. Melbourne, showers developing, a possible storm, 31 degrees the top. Hobart, humid, showers developing, heading for 26 degrees. Adelaide, partly cloudy and 24. Perth, sunny, a top of 29 degrees. And Darwin, a shower or two and a possible storm, 35. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 2nd of December 2021.